Warning, warning. Two idiots are achieving godhood on the internet. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. I'm sure you're surprised to hear my dulcet tones so clearly. Yeah. It's welcome. me. It's t- t- it's Tanhoney. It's me. It is Tanhoney. It's back. me. Well, Amanda. It's me. What? It's Tanhoney. What's your Guys, location? Uh, we're what, working what, out what's the your location? Tanhoney AI. What's your location? Uh, Open the door. <laughs> tragically killed in a car accident. Uh, so bear with me while I adapt the AI. Open the door. I'm outside. Open the door. <laughs> Don't open the door. Open the door. Do it's not me. open the door. Tanani. It's me. <laughs> Skinwalker bits. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome back. Uh, we're here today. Last time we had a guest. Um, and now we today, don't. We don't. We yeah, got, today I believe we're continuing apotheosis. Exactly. I'm continuing apotheosis. You, you're remaining human. I am. <laughs> Shut up. That's a good bit, though. Well played. That was witty. Uh, why don't you link me the next one? Smile, smile. Absolutely. The next one in the series of this, this the, 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 the people developing superpowers. They've been infected by a, the you, symbiote, and have, they understand firepower. They can gain super strength. It's incredible. Have you seen the the art spotlight thing? I've not, no. So the featured artists, uh, for reference, are Pepper's Ghost, uh, Mule Tivers, and Dr. Balthazar. And all the art pieces look cool, but it's like this cave drawing of like this big demon. It's like this big, scary, like creepy guy, and then it's just anime boy. <laughs> so funny. So flashes between them. <laughs> Hold on. The, the, the fucking creepy guy kind of looks like me. And then yeah, that's anime. what I was thinking. I thought it was a you fan art at first, but I didn't want to say that if it wasn't. The <laughs> one, the wow, wait, the anime boy. guy also looks like me. <laughs> It's Ezreal from League of Legends. <laughs> the anime guy also looks a bit like me. No, no, no he doesn't. <laughs> I've seen you. First of all, he has hair. Second of all, it's blonde. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Podcast's over, that's the end. <laughs> that's the bit? Of, of all the things we've said, that's what gets you? The male pattern baldness no. joke? No, you can't do this to me. <laughs> Uh, I'm not boss. <laughs> we're sure. I'm not, I'm I not, mean, whatever you gotta say to Fuck yourself. You. <laughs> Fuck, you got well an evil not. soul. You got an evil soul. <laughs> yeah, you're right, and I'm tall. All right, we're here in a farewell Let's keep time. Going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Damn. All right, um, a farewell to arms. Last time, shape of a soul. Uh, we knew shape there's a goop that gives shape of a gun. You think about my pizza? <laughs> I am. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, Mahito literally became the shape of a gun. He did the little gun bit, remember? He, did. he, he like, understood firepower. Uh, so uh, there was a thing that mutates people, gives them godlike powers. One of them is this lady who could have a bunch of guns. She's now running New Vegas, uh, or New LA. <laughs> and, the, the, um, the mysterious overseer, Mr. House. Yes. Yes. And uh, we saw they were going to battle with the foundation, right? As it cut off, exactly. Like there, was fucking, there. there was fucking squares at the foundation. Uh, did you see that tweet, by the way, from Pepper's Ghost the other day? Like, imagine it was it was something along the lines of like, imagine your friends all getting murdered uh, by a monster, and then the foundation a foundation apologist comes up and starts babbling about like a chair and a wood chipper <laughs> has to live. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, <clears throat> a farewell to arms. Are you reading? I will read. With your new mic, I've got to say I've been on like a Doctor Who fixation recently. So reading all these, all I can when it says four and ten, I can only picture like the fourth and tenth Doctor and shit. <laughs> this guy doesn't get it. I don't. I'm just laughing to be polite. Thank you. <laughs> it's one of the few social skills I've acquired you're over so, many years. You're so kind and you're strong, no stronger than you believe. <laughs> oh, that's actually really nice. Thanks. No problem. I just got back from working out, so I'm feeling pretty all right. Yeah, I would so do an hour now. I, I will say, life hack. This is the the weebiest thing that you're ever going to hear from me. It's really easy to have workout motivation if you just put on like a, a really sad episode of JJK. You're like, and I you're need like, to save Yuji. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like he's been through far worse. I can I can take a couple extra notches. Oh, I thought you'd be like, I need to trade and get the Shibuya quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I have to help. <laughs> they need me. He's like, I just fix you for his like life. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get buff quick. <laughs> Two years later, he like walked in your phone like, oh, Toto arrived. I've got some more time. Woo! <laughs> 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 spoilers for JJK season two. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Uh, shall we? Sure. The O5 Count Bustle sat in silence at what they had just heard. Finally, Thor's gentle voice broke the reverie. What did you say? I said it... I said it's hopeless. Thor watched the weathered old man slump in his chair. You're the last person I'd expect to hear that from ten. Look at the data. The orange zone has shrunk by two percent. We've lost two sites worth of personnel and skips in the last month alone. Before he could continue, a blip on Levin's screen borrowed her attention. She rubbed her wrinkled temple. Two more task forces are lost. Eta 5 and Phi 2. One rose slightly. Dead? Eta 5 suffered catastrophic losses against a 3396 empowered living mountain range. No further details. And Phi 2? A pause, too long. One member dead, the rest defected. Shit. Two spoke up finally. We need to beef up Alabaster. Every drop of resources goes to containment, or neutralization if possible. Free joined in. I don't like this. This isn't us anymore. Putting most of mankind in camps and labs is overstepping our place. Tukot said. You picked a really bad time to suddenly grow a heart free. It's just containment of anomalies. That's what we do. That's what we've been doing. Nothing has changed except the scale and the budget. There won't be a mankind unless we do our jobs and do them now. Four shifted. A formal vote, then. For or against increasing the scope of Project Alabaster and making containment and neutralization of the 3396 spread the primary Foundation mission directive. Silence. A handful of voices quietly said, in favor, one after the other. Three, four, and eight voted to oppose. The remainder stood silently as history marched forward. Um, Damn. Would you let history march forward or would you step in? No, because this is all about history, right? And because it's all about all of humanity, it should be their the, the story. Right. <laughs> not, not my story. Right. <laughs> oh, five, two. What, is your, what is your story, by chance? Come with me. I'll show you. Because if you're going to leave them to their story, then your story has to at least be <laughs> you're reading their story. To justify it. Uh, my uh, my story, yeah, it's much like your story, but um, better. Yeah. What's my? Wow. Okay, <laughs> tell me about your story again. Uh, my story, yeah. Uh, my story, um, it's it's a pretty normal. Uh, it's the kind of human story you'd expect. <laughs> but, um, I never fit in in school. Yeah, People and I don't didn't want to fit in. Me. You ever see me not wearing the stupid <laughs> hat? <laughs> uh, what hat? <laughs> my iconic hat. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're talking about the jug, Jughead quote from yeah, what's jug hat. Riverdale. His Jughead. 052 disconnected from the holographic call and returned to his favorite chair. Not that his current residence had much of a view. Can we watch Riverdale? I feel like we should do that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just deciding arbitrarily 13, that you made that reference. 13 bunkers were located around, inside, or near the planets. Each one containing someone who at one point would have been rightly called a king or queen of the world. One of these bunkers contained 052. Designed by the Foundation's best and brightest, bristling with the most advanced technology on the planet, the fortress was located a kilometre beneath the desert sands of somewhere redacted. Titanic block of concrete and various named and unnamed metals. All protecting a singular room, a heart, where 052 resided. The fortress defied any earthquake, hurricane, or asteroid that dared try to reach him. But right now, it had a huge hole in it. I'm sure you don't want that. Mm, don't want a hole in your big fortress. Alarms blurred all over the labyrinthine circulatory system of corridors. Classified machines bent the very fabric of space within the fortress to confuse and disorient any would-be intruders, as well as protect from outside disasters. I would say there's something very poetic about, like, these guys consign humanity to being in camps and, like, mass murder and, like, send people to their death every day and they live in, like, the the most underground, hidden, so In what sense are you not under containment? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> 
that, that was an idea I had once. Like the O5 Council, like they've done so much with them. They are also classified as SCPs. So even though they're in command, they're not allowed to leave wherever they are. They're in containment. <laughs> More like under new management. SCP-682, aka O5. What? <laughs> so we need to increase the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Subject says we need more budget. It's like uh, I can't hit O five one. That mic only has too much, so much gain. <laughs> one could walk for a hundred kilometers and never get any closer to the heart if they didn't know the way. Just like a TARDIS. I wouldn't know. Just I like a Doctor Who. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, I'm not actually. No, <laughs> no, I'm not mentioning it again. So I'm not sharing this with you anymore. Tantuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I heard they're pretty good Magic the Gathering cards, though. I heard they're pretty strong. Um, I don't know. I don't play Magic the Gathering. Oh, fair enough. Um, let's continue. Let's not talk about Doctor Who again. The Flashing Company... Uh, has Doctor this. Who is, is alright. Thank Doctor you. Is, Thank yeah. you. Thank you so right. much. <laughs> I had to say that to heal our Thank you. Thank you. Only, actually, it does like severe it. damage to me. It's my only weak point. <laughs> really? Why? Because I love it. Did you, like, grow up on it or yeah. something? Okay, I won't talk shit about it's it. It's my childhood and teenhood and adulthood. <laughs> it's my life. Wow. Oh if Doctor Who has one fan, it's me. <laughs> That's like me, but with Yu-Gi-Oh! on. If Doctor Who has no fans, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather kill Doctor Who or Pokemon? Pokemon? Only one can live. Pokemon? Yeah, no, no hesitation. God damn, this guy, he's strong. <laughs> Um, the, the flashing company with hazardous emergency lights looked down upon miles of destroyed corridors. Massive guns lay destroyed, smoke still flowing from their shattered and melted barrels. Several humanoid bodies lay there, torn apart. One indistinct metal dread corpse had its fist embedded in the broken remains of a Scranton reality disruptor. The air around it sputtered and rippled the machine's dying breaths as the corpse skeleton twitched. What was once a laser grid defense whirred quietly, sparks dripping from it like tears. A motionless body made of sparkling crystal lay in pieces before it, and the deadly beams had left their mark both on it and the surrounding walls and guns. Deeper still, walls were torn apart and corroded. One wall had been chewed to pieces by a swarm of fiery moths, another had been turned to rock candy and shattered. The further into the complex and more esoteric defences, the more strangely they had been overcome. A turret was being chewed up by a Tyrannosaurus rex made of plasma. Body most certainly did not lie crumpled in a ten meter circle where reality was crushed flat to two dimensions and then rolled up into <laughs> non existence. A missile the size of a person sat in the air encased in bone. A defense drone melted in a puddle of cheese. The Scranton reality anchors had sat quietly and impotently along the walls the entire time. For an anchor can hold a boat in place, but it can't stop it from sinking. <clears throat> Alarms kept blurring. Agent Palanez ran one last diagnostic check on his Seguro suit and activated all systems. They would be here any second. 052 was inside a Seguro suit of his own. If it was to be the last wall protecting him, there were far worse options than a metal, polymer, and redacted stuff shell, powered by a black box skip, an AI ID to move it faster than they could think, and a lot of hope. Only problem was his suit was still hiring up. Agent Palanez had always been a man of few words. Secure. Agent Fraguaris continued. Contain. O five two felt a chill down his spine. Protect. Kaboom! Can you do the kaboom? Kaboom! Get behind us, sir! Palanades moved quickly and generated a force field seconds before a gigantic column of burning acetylene erupted from one of the attacker's hands. One instance of two arms, holding two more disembodied arms made of brass, and the charger about twenty-five mutants. These fucking muties. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> The two bodyguards braced. The suits were experimental and only superficially tested. Still, they had a job to do. I know that probably means they're, like, special for Kappa, but I like the idea. It's like Gucci's new line. It's like, we don't know if these look good yet. I got my Gucci on. (laughs) (laughs) I can wear my Louis Vuitton. (laughs) You have to finish the lyric. No, I can't. I mustn't. Oh. <laughs> she let me in the head. Sorry. You led me into that. It's like a horse to water, and then you pushed me <laughs> like inside a, to like drown. A, as you realized, it was acid all along. <laughs> my, to- my horse tongue is melting, and you have the de- most devilish grin. <laughs> no, I'm not even happy. I'm just looking down at you with intent. <laughs> mm, yes, the experimental suit was a great success. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> When you show me your back, how can I resist? 
<laughs> it's human nature to push. <laughs> you know, I'm not even in danger. It's just like, to push you. Have you ever had that thought, though, when you're on, like, a cliff with someone? And, like, you would obviously never do it, but an intrusive thought comes in. Like, I could just, like, push them off and they would die. I could do it. It would be so easy. What? You, well, I guess you never <laughs> yeah, stood yeah, on I mean. a cliff with someone. <laughs> or like when you you're behind this, uh, like a long set of stairs, you're behind someone. You're like, I could just push. No, you mustn't push. <laughs> it's human nature to push. Uh, she let loose a pulse of energy that threw the first wave back and gave her a second to breathe before shooting a gray-skinned, two-headed man in the chest of her laser. No, that was my hero. <laughs> Now he's a zero. One mutant extended no. his veins and arteries, which now ended in sharp points wamu, and began to pry at the armor plating, while another attempted to strap Foguero a blast of magma. A burst of electricity from the suit shot into the veins, but the mutant held its ground, screaming. Another mutant, with only mouths on its face and neck, opened all of them to scream at Foguero. She dodged more magma and swung the vein guy into the path of the, dev- of the devastating sonic wave, disintegrating him. Scales of armor he managed to scrape loose fell off as well. Just gotta hold on. Palanez wasn't holding on as well. After narrowly escaping another plasma Dakotoraptor and dispatching it with a magnetic field you generator... You mean Dakota Raptor? Okay. <laughs> it's Dakota Raptor, like South Dakota. That's Dakota what, Raptor. That's what I said. You said you said Dakota Raptor. Uh, it's a Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> I see. Um, one older man had affixed both Palanez's feet to the floor of an ultra-strong pink adhesive gunk and was currently attempting to dissolve the armor of acid while two more mutants held Palanez. Palanez diverted power to his right leg and moved it, ripping up a piece of the floor along with it. Off guard, the chemical mutant was sliced in half by Palanez's energy blade, where his job was done. Uh, popcorn. Reader brood her teeth. Now or never. Seconds ago, she had just watched Ernesto die to give her the opening she needed. This sounds like a bit we would create. <laughs> Ernesto! She stayed behind Dylan in his rapidly breaking stone wall and extended a single hair from her arm. The hair grew in length and stretched out past the rock wall, past Ernesto's remains, past David, desperately absorbing the armored man's blasts and towards the millimeter-wide breach in the suit that then entered the gap and weaved its way past the layers and cracks, past the carbon-woven undersuit, right down to the agent's skin. Rita's single black hair touched a brown one on the agent's arm and her eyes widened. In her mind, she spoke the word that she had felt when the blessed goo had raised her up, the word etched into the DNA of her every cell. Thrive! Palanez felt a pinprick on his arm, then a shudder that pulsed through his entire body. Every one of his hairs stood on end, and they wouldn't sit back down. The hairs grew longer and longer. Some doubled back into his skin, creating new follicles that instantly sprouted even more hair. The hair filled the suit, and the pressure began to crush him. His nose and ears hairs had nowhere to go, and he could feel himself suffocating. A bad hair day, indeed. Uh, Why did we have to throw that question? (laughs) (laughs) To take all the tension away. Exhausted, Rita fell to the floor as Palanus asphyxiated. His heart finally stopped, and the suit systems executed one last command. <coughs> the outer shell fragmented, and the pieces shot out at twice the speed of sound. The rest of it exploded, turning a six-meter radius, including Rita, David, and Dylan, to nothing but atoms and light. One down, two to go. Oh, there's a link for this guy. Yeah, he's a human of SCP, I guess. I'm not familiar with him, though. Hmm. Uh- Armando clenched his fists, all twelve of the ones he had active right now. The blessed blue-green gift had merged with his original anomaly and pushed him far beyond what he ever thought he could be. After spending so many years in a containment cell, he was finally in control of his anomaly, and soon he would control his own destiny as well when the foundation that imprisoned him was gone. The second guard was more vicious. She had just torn one of them in half and nullified a retaliatory swarm of electricity wasps. Rita's down. Ernesto's down. We're gonna have to tear the whole thing open to kill her. Are Rita and Ernesto mutants? Yeah. I'm getting... Okay, cool. Armando tore off an arm made of solid... Jesus, fuck. Heptana... Heptanitrocubane. That's what it is. Heptanitrocubane. Using several more arms in a chain... He hooked the... I wouldn't fucking know. He hooked the dangerously explosive arm around the agent's neck. Can you do the boom? Boom! That was a terrible boom. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you a better one. Look into your shirt. Put your fucking Tennessee in it, dude. I want to hear a boom. Hold up. Boom! There it goes. (laughs) Explosion through the remaining meat. I don't know what that sounded like. (laughs) And filled the room with smoke. It was really funny. One mutant clapped his hands and the smoke coalesced at the black metal needles, which converged upon the agent. 
She flung them away. She flung them away and into another mutant, then activated the artificial gravity generator, bringing everyone else to their knees. It took a pretty big chunk of power, but Figueroa deemed it worth the chance to pick them off. She moved towards one gold-skinned woman who shielded herself from the scaly man next to her under a glowing force field bubble resembling a tumbleweed. Figueroa knew it would take too much time to break the shield. She cranked up the gravity near those two for a split second, crushing them. Graviton generator shutting down. Shit! The outer shell wouldn't hold much longer. That last explosion had managed to crack it, and the magma earlier had disrupted the polymer gel. The lowest layers of Genesis weave was overworked, trying to repair itself fast enough to cushion blows. With her partner down in the O5 suit, only at 61%, she'd have to improvise. His soul is about 10% left. <laughs> Measuring it with math. Three of them remained. Armando, Angela, and Eric. They could see the breaches in the remaining guard's armor. If they could take her out, they could crack open the O5 suit like an egg at their leisure. Easier said than done, of course, but desperation was one hell of a drug. Armando and Eric rushed the guard, who responded with a sonic pulse. Armando quickly ripped off an arm and grew a wing of an extinct anomalous bat that negated the sound. Eric jumped high, and Armando grabbed his leg with three more arms and swung him downwards at the guard, who extended her right arm into his shield. Eric increased his mass 100-fold at the moment of impact, smashing the shield and throwing the guard to the floor. Star Rage! <laughs> Not giving her a chance to respond, Armando pinned her to the ground with 17 heavy metallic arms, while Eric hammered away at the armor plating with ultra-dense fists. Shell integrity critical! The Genesis weave began to give. Power systems were shorting out left and right. Figaro was sure she had cracked a rib or two now. She activated the magnetic repulsor field and sent the arms holding her down flying away. She charged one last shot on her psychic amplifier and liquefied Eric's brain before her left wrist erupted in a shower of sparks. Armando slammed a brachiosaurus front leg into her face, which she managed to block, then fired two energy balls right into Angela's face and stomach without missing a beat. Armando grabbed her with several long, octopus-like tentacles, but Figaro let off a charged shockwave from her central power core that sent him flying. He hit the wall, but managed to tear off some of the armor with the tentacle suckers. Armando summoned more mass than he had ever used and grew an arm with a nanometer-thick neutron star skin. He couldn't maintain it for long, but he was desperate now. The gravity overwhelmed Figaro and pulled her towards Armando, and he slammed her in the midsection, sending cracks spiraling through the rest of the suit and breaking her faceplate. Figaro didn't care that her face was exposed now. She had this in the bag. She reached to her she side fumbled. and threw... What? Well, she fumbled. <laughs> Well, she fumbled the bag. She reached to her side and threw her only null grenade, the gravity of the arm directing it. Armando ripped off the arm and threw it as hard as he could towards her. Figaro flinched as the grenade erupted into absolute nothingness, leaving an empty void of reality right in front of her face where the arm was. Then she diverted power to her palm cannons, held her wrists together. Wait, didn't she lose an arm? Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be palm cannon? I'm Maybe there's multiple cannons. Yeah, but it's palm cannons, as in, in a palm. Hmm, I don't know. Wrists together. I got confused by this fight. I admit, it's a lot going on. Maybe she has the, lost the hand, but so has the wrist. <sighs> Maybe. Then she diverted power to her palm cannons, held her wrists together as a ball of blue plasma glowed in her hands. Well, it extended her arms to fire the beam at Armando. He frantically generated arms as fast as he could to block the brunt of the beam, but Figaro kept walking towards him. Then she stopped. The beam flickered and then cut out. Figaro gave one single cry of pain, followed by silence, as her right arm and face turned into translucent crystal. Armando turned his head and saw Angela, barely breathing, straining to keep her three good eyes open, and holding the fourth bloody disembodied eye in her own hand. The gaze of all four eyes turned whatever she looked at into salt, as long as she kept them focused intently on the same thing. The suit shifted, repairing the transmutation almost as soon as it happened, but Figaro was done for. Her heart crystallized, and the suit exploded, less forcefully this time. Angela dropped the eye and collapsed, finally succumbing to the gaping hole in her body. O-5-2's suit unfolded, as it was programmed to upon the destruction of the other two, better to fight it less than a 100% than to be a sitting duck, they had reasoned. Armando spat blood and put up a dozen more fists. Sudden death. Winner takes all. Ooh. Uh, Armando stood over O5-2, who was gasping in the shattered remains of the suit. Where is your power now? O5-2 coughed up blood. Was it worth it? All the lives you threw away to get here? Armando narrowed his eyes. That's real rich coming from you. Every single one of us volunteered. We knew what we were doing and we all decided the reward was worth it. And that reward would be a brand new world where there's a place for us that's not a cell. 
He took a deep breath. Unfortunately, I don't think there's a place in our world for you. Armando had more hands than anyone, but it only took one for him to strangle the man. Another crack in the foundations of the old world, hewn by the dead citizens. So much for the tolerance. (laughs) Why doesn't everyone at this point just get powers and live life? Like, why are you trying to preserve normal human... The coping and scenic. Yeah, it seems like you guys have too narrow of a vision. Although, what I do know about companies is that they are often resistant to change in new technology, so maybe... (laughs) <laughs> uh, I will say this one it was well written obviously you know the fight was pretty cool it was a little hard for me to follow personally but um, I just wish there had been more development of the characters ahead of time uh, and that we got a little bit more personality out of some of them yeah Kinda yeah just like like the, the, the last line went hard you know the fight was technically well written but I feel like it was kind of missing personality and soul a little bit I got yeah I got yeah um, I'm gonna give it an upvote in a nine out of ten, though. And this was also by Cadaver Commander, right? I uh, know this was by uh, Warillium. 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 As you can tell by the dinosaurs. <laughs> Based. Is he a dinosaur guy? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Do we have enough time for the next one? I don't know how long it is. Uh, we should. All right. This one's called A New Age of Music. Magic. And magic. My apologies. You and it fool. is by. This is by Modern, Modern Erasmus. Erasmus. Why does that name sound vaguely familiar? It's one of my alts. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Don't say that. Sorry. Not after the plagiarism video dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a quick second to get some water. It's my seat's right here. Shut up, Tan AI. We have to read. Get reading, Reader Boy. Reader Boy? Hmm? Reader Boy, it's time to read. Uh, sure. Let's read. A New Age of Magic by Modern Erasmus. This is a Wonders Library-esque article, it seems. This is from The Serpent's Hand. The Promised Victory, Time of Tribulations, Fuck Normalcy Revival Concert Tour. A tad too much. Oh, sorry, no, you BBD. A tad too much, Esther, my dear. Doomsday. Oh, Doomsday! Just like the finale of season two of Doctor Who! I wouldn't know. I I I haven't seen it. There you go. <laughs> I sat myself. I remembered my promise I made. I could I could hear your. I could see you like turning to me in like the still frame of animation, <laughs> ready to cry if I said the wrong thing. In the year of our defi- oh sorry, conspectus. In the year of our defilement, forty four thousand two hundred eleven. Uh, 2018, for the record, alas. We awoke to find that man and fay had merged once more. It links back to the uh, symbiotes. Oh, Magic okay. blossomed in new flesh all across the life plane. The strangling veil that has choked our voices and soaked our blood for thousands of years was undone in an instant. The jailers, book burners, grail bearers, and even the simple feds crumbled beneath the rising tide. Shadows can never survive in the sun. You're crazy if you think those bastards are already out for the count. They attacked my home just yesterday. I know the Foundation, and they're just biding their time. That's Jay. Jay Dune? Jay Dune? At least He's the only Jay I know. At least one in three humani are now blessed by the blue. And what a blessing it is! Oh wow, it's gone from like 9% to 33. <laughs> I don't think they can win feasibly. No, it's still winnable. Cope. I don't want them to win. Fuck them. I want the I want the mutants to win. It's still winnable. It's still good. Why why do you want the foundation to win? <laughs> are you evil coded? Uh, yeah. Ah, I see. <laughs> I'm not evil, I'm just evil coded. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy who's like really menacing. It's like, oh, he's just evil coded. The way he speaks. Only the greatest formaturgy of the Illuminati or sorcerers of the Sons of Salem can compare to the raw, less vicious nectar that now fills our veins. Magic now rivals the godlings themselves. Yeah, I think themselves. they misspelled less vicious, right? Uh, maybe this is the correct spelling. Let me look up lascivious. I think they did it wrong. Let's see. Google. No, it's its own word. Lascivious of a person, manner, gesture, feeling or revealing an overt and offensive sexual desire. Oh. Magic now rivals the godlings themselves, and each every day more souls are reborn in cleansing light. And yet the source of this miracle is a mystery. We have an uh, illustration. Are you, what did you just fucking do? Looks like a dome of white it looks like dots or letters. I'm about to get stars. hit by the gate of Babylon. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy has a really long crescent axe with a really long ass handle. 
an illustration taken from the seventh book of apocryphal visions that is believed to depict current or future events regarding this awakening. The painting's context and the identity of the depicted figure are unknown. Knowledge. Traits. The magical renaissance that has prompted our current global situation has three commonalities in every affected individual. The first is the growth and presence of luminescence of blue organs within the body. The extent of the manifestation varies widely, and all possess a seemingly inviolable formic warning. Their purpose is the constant and seemingly sourceless provision of <gasps> massive amounts of raw aetherolia afer- energy. What? Ethereal space? You know what? I just realized every time someone said ethereal space instead of aetheral space, is it because ethereal is a thing in, in SCP? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Bless you, by the way. That was quite a sneezer. Thank you. You couldn't. You can hear it now. You couldn't hear it before. If you bike. started a band with three other dudes, you should name it Sneezer. Why? Because Weezer, but sneeze. That just erased a, a third of your past. <laughs> Ow! What did I forget? Not even I remember. It's gone. Oh man, I I had to think about that recently in a D and D game because uh, our my players ran into some hags that like only let you leave their den if you give them a memory. And I'm like, how do you make that really hit? Like, how do you on their end? How do they role play that? And how do I do that in a way that's like satisfying? Um, Should we give them a future tricky. memory? <laughs> it's like when I'm happiest, you can have that. Oh man, uh, yeah, I wasn't that creative. I was just like, "What's your happiest memory?" It's gone now. <laughs> there, there's a hole in your soul, and you don't know why. In terms of raw output, a single blue bless can produce more energy than previous estimates for the abilities of the High Priest of the Worm, the Wandering Jew, or the Black Queen, who had previously been assumed to be the strongest living human magic users. You underestimate me, darling. LS. Who's LS? Uh, the Black Queen. Ah. The individual's body reacts strangely to the influx of magic, producing the second commonality, psychoformic mutation. Though an ever-present danger to reckless mages, psychoformic mutation had previously been a relatively rare phenomenon, usually caused by rituals gone awry. Overexposure to magical energies alone has never been observed to bring about the changes seen in the Blue Blasts. Most curiously, attempting to discern the ethereal matrix of either the organs or their sap does not provide us with a normal result. There are no paths of magic, no alchemical formulae, no soul-bound anguish or pleasure. It is without fail a single word. Thrive. Nature. The nature of the awakening, the blue blessed, and the source of the magic provided is all unknown at present. Constant debate is present in our community over the truth of the matter. I keep telling you, it's the feeder humans, feeder humans arriving! Carp of the sky. Oh, hush you, sweet mama. <laughs> sweet mama. <laughs> Your sweet mama. Oh, I see. All blue blasts are linked together in a locus reminiscent of the depleted ley lines, albeit far denser than even the height of that ancient network. The epicenter of the network appears to be in the western United States, in an area controlled by the remnants of the jailers. Whether this is the source of the New Age, or merely a geographic focus, is unknown. This magic's nature is a thrive. It is a command rather than an existing domain, and it should not be possible under current magical theory. Rather than summoning magic from a source and commanding it to a task... The task, this magic acts as a command that generates its own domain and source in a reversal of fundamental magic physics. Is it possible this could be done for other concepts? Uh, I see. Sorry. Uh, don't get any ideas, whelp. To the enchanter. Love, freedom, peace. I will forge these magics and save the world. Is that a magical girl? <laughs> I miss when the library wasn't filled with idiot newbie blues that don't understand what they're talking about. Uh, Lady Lorelei. <laughs> Or has this domain always existed, a paradox that defies itself? History and associated parties. No certain history is known about this phenomenon, although speculation lies below. Neither the Hand nor any other travellers in the library are known to have caused this. Foundation control of the possible locus epicenter is the only known association we have. Approach. You don't approach it, it will approach you. If you're wondering how to approach a blue bless, that's a different story. They're people, the same humans they were before. Some saints, some devils, most just trying to get by. But now they're dangerous beyond belief. And again, chances are that you are too. Yeesh, you can really tell which section Zem wrote and which ones the witch did. Not very clinical, are you? Silicone Brother James. Former book burners have no right to criticize me or my sisters. Eh? Observations and stories. Can I popcorn this bit to you? Of course. I'll tag in. <laughs> <Toto Alley. laughs> That's my boogie woogie uh, into the mic. Uh, uh. 
You will wake within the chrysalis and see the self that is written beyond the lids of the eye. The serpent shall shed its scales and spread its roots. When blue stars shine in the light of father, the meaning of life will be known. The spawn of daughter will be made to thrive. Excerpt from the seventh book of Apocryphal Visions. While hundreds, if not thousands, of hypotheses as to the nature of the blue exist, there are three primary theories that have developed over the past two years. Nalka practitioners believe the New Age was brought about by the victory of Grand Karsus Ion over the Demiurge Yaldaboth. Yalda... Yalda... Yaldabaoth. Yaldabaoth. That's not it. I've heard them say it, but I can't remember how. Yaldabaoth? Yaldabaoth. Okay, Yaldabaoth. I'll just go with that for now. I thought it was Yaldabaoth or some shit. No. Uh, traditional Nalkan groups have long believed that Ion was not killed or imprisoned, as is maintained by the Neo-Nalkans and Broken Church, respectively, but instead ascended beyond the plane of creation to battle Yaldabaoth. Yaldabaoth, sorry. On the plane of, beyond the plane of creation to battle Yaldabaoth on humanity's behalf. Adherents of this theory believe that Ion has now defeated the Demiurge over millennia of battle and consumed his divine flesh. That would be so The mean. blue is... The blue... No, it wouldn't. The blue is a blessing from the new god to his chosen people, designed to foster long-term utopian existence. The violent reaction between the blue organs and the bodies of Neonalkan Karsists who had come to serve the Demiurge and his Archons may support this theory. Global Nalkan worship is at an all-time high thanks to these developments. Suck it, gearheads! Z. <laughs> Foundation and GOC defectors maintain that the New Age was caused by an anomaly responsible for the original creation of life. The interaction of life and reality has long produced unlikely and scientifically implausible scenarios that suggest we are not natural beings. Mathematical odds and the great filter aside, humanity is singularly strange. Gods can be born out of simple human belief, small portions of the population can bend reality, and non-magical anomalies are commonplace. The awakening of thomic powers comparable to reality bending seems a natural evolution of this trend. This theory overlaps with traditional ideas of panspermia and or pleromic creation. Adherents are divided on whether the anomaly can be identified with Jehovah or other creative deities. Other groups, notably the Broken Church and elements of the Elder Serpent's Hand, have accepted the benefits of the blessing while still believing it to be the result of a non-benevolent force. They point to the global instability the Blue Blessed have wrought as proof that an unknown force may be preparing to conquer or enslave a newly divided and empowered humanity. Beliefs about the identity of this potential aggressor vary. Only Aldabaoth twists magic of the flesh. The circuit scum come for us all. Brother Ivan. Yaldi's magic has always been identified with red, you idiot. K.A. <laughs> I have a feeling that this person had a preference in the church. <laughs> Which one they liked. Uh, doubt. <clears throat> I don't really know what there is to doubt. This is publicly happening. Lesbian Gengar. Uh, you can doubt one of the theories you know. L.S. Oh, sorry, we're all pretty new to this. It's like Facebook, except with an actual magic book. XT. I keep telling you, no emojis allowed. Please tell Jude and Esther as well. All of you need to learn the rules. LS. <laughs> oh, I love this. It's from Gamers Against Weed. Fun. I know these guys. I don't believe this bears the stench of Yalda both, but nor does it smack of Ion's ruthless idealism. All I know is that this is not the work of Mechane, and the fact that this magic now dominates my world terrifies me. It is my hope that we may someday return. Robert Bumaro. I don't know or care about why this exists. All I know is that my body is an ugly mess. I can't eat. I don't sleep. I'm a fucking monster, literally. Whoever did this to me, fuck you. See. I know it can seem hard, but you'll come to see that your true self is a beautiful thing. You'll look back on this pain as a mere trial before paradise. Trust me. A. I know most of you don't trust me or Sig3, even after we betrayed our mission for your sakes, but listen to me when I say that I know magic, old magic especially. I've studied the Garden of the Second Sun and reverse-engineered rituals of the ancient devas. The O5s themselves consulted me regularly on all matters of ancient magic, and some of them are old enough to have been there in person. Magic has infinite manifestations, sources, and rules, none of which universally apply, except one. Everything has a cost. Nothing is free. This is also implied because in the original article, and they haven't touched on it since, when the power manifested, it said like something disappeared, right? Yeah. Like something was gone inside them. Uh, everything is a cost. Nothing is free. Humanity is ascending, perhaps all the way to godhood. What price will be asked of us for this? What will happen when we can't afford to pay it? Kill the moose. Well played. <laughs> it links to another goddamn magic system. <laughs> That's a fun article name. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10. I like, like this. It's a nice whole perspective on the whole uh, situation. 
This is a Black Queen article, right? Uh, no, it's, it's Ippin's Hunt. Okay, it was just the Black Queen mentioned. Well, all the different footnotes from all the different characters made me think it was, like, people pulled throughout history like that. Nah, they're just different people. I gotcha. That's fun. I don't... Serpent's Hand, I know, is Wandering Library related, but I still don't really get their shtick. They're just, like, the, uh, the, the, the wizardy guys. They're the ones who, like, like the anomalous. They love magic. Uh, the next one doesn't look... Oh, wait, no, there's a big timeline that was hidden. Uh, do we have, like, a short article we can read? Uh... Like a little baby joke article or something? Do we have any old-ass hazardous toast articles lying around? Let me check a look. Do, 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 so sad. I started saying check a look as a joke, and it's actually entered my vocabulary. Yeah, now you, it's just going to become part of your 80-year-old old man vocabulary exactly. to your family it's, it's, down the line. I, like, I said... I say it in real Grandpa. life now. I've said it at work. Check a look. Yeah. We check a look. I say, I've say i said Gemini shotgun, heartbeat shotgun. Well, that's more Gemini embarrassing, Gemini. actually, because mine sounds like an actual like, phrase someone might say. Every time people don't understand, and every time I say it's just for me, so don't sweat it. <laughs> that's how you have to live your life, Tanhoney. You say check a look because it comes from your soul, not their perception. My soul is only at 90%, though. <laughs> Mine's at 84%, but it's on the charger. <laughs> uh, let me see. Did this Tanini guy ever write anything good? I'm going to have Anomalous edit out all the parts of waiting, so don't think this will buy us time, you bastard. But I'm looking. I'm looking. Calm down. Calm down. I'm going to fucking cry. Anomalous, kill him. Anomalous, don't kill me. Kill him. Shove two pole arms through his chest like Gold Roger. Okay, I've got one. <laughs> all right. This is um, called SCP-3318. Can you see me? Uh, okay. Who's it by? By me. Really? Yeah. You right? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, indeed. This was back from 2018. I'll give this one to you to read. You can read this one. I think the best part is I saw there's a collapsible. It says, I can see it, and I click no, it, no, and no, don't. it says, okay. Oh. That's the ending. Uh, well, I don't get it yet, so I'm sure it'll still make sense later. Let's read, shall we? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Go ahead. You read it. <laughs> Why? I just Cause I, I'm I, tired. Because I know, I know it all. <laughs> this guy would make me read the entire... I read his Aetheral Space. I read his goddamn podcast. The gimmick is I'm the reactor. How dare you? Anomalous kill him. Okay, I don't I'll need him it. anymore. This is a solo podcast. I'll do the reading and the reacting. <laughs> just, you just sit back. Uh, SCP-3318. Uh, item number. SCP-3318. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. The SCP is currently contained in a 15 by 15 by 30 meter off-site containment bunker located 25 kilometers away from Site 10. No personnel are to enter the SCP's active range under any circumstances. Any personnel who do enter the active range are to be terminated immediately. Can you do the footnotes? While this is regrettable, no alternative means have been found to effectively neutralize the threat posed by individuals compromised by the SCP. 1D class personnel is to be present in a cell adjacent to the SCP's containment bunker and must be the individual in closest proximity to the SCP at all times. However, they are under no circumstances to enter its active range. Description. The SCP is, at the time of writing, the collective designation for the corpses of seven humans and one skinned cat, which cannot be separated by any known means. The organic matter that comprises the SCP does not appear to age or decay, and damaging it has proven extremely difficult, although not impossible, allowing containment staff to keep it at a manageable size. The SCP's primary anomalous properties manifest when an individual enters its active range, which at the time of writing extends seven meters around it. Any individual who enters its active range will immediately become compromised. After this, a consciousness believed to originate from the SCP will have complete control over the affected individual's perception of all written text. The primary objective of the SCP appears to be convincing or tricking the compromised individual into saying that they can see it. Note, testing has revealed that even highly ambiguous wordings of the sentiment are treated as valid by the SCP. Otherwise, acknowledging SCP's existence visually. In order to accomplish this, the SCP will use its influence over the victim's perceptions to alter the text that they read, often using this ability to impersonate messages from figures of authority or loved ones. Note, uh, upon comp- oh, that's you, sorry. Upon compromisation, the SCP appears to, give in- to gain limited knowledge about notable individuals in the victim's life, often including aforementioned authority figures and loved ones. 
However, these attempts are often clumsy and borderline incoherent, as the SCP does not appear to have the intellectual capacity to accurately impersonate such individuals. When a victim confirms that they can see the SCP... This does not have to be true. Simply making such a statement as I can see it, regardless of context, is enough to activate the SCP. Through any means, the nearest human being of SCP is instantly propelled towards it at extremely high speeds, invariably killing them before or upon impact. Their corpse then becomes attached to the others, compromising the SCP and becomes part of the object. Note that this anomalous effect has no correlation with the SCP's active range. An individual will be propelled toward the SCP regardless of distance. Even after acknowledging the SCP, a compromised individual will remain compromised, and every time they acknowledge the SCP, another individual will be propelled towards it. It is believed that the SCP grows more intelligent, as well as expands its active range every time a corpse is added to its mass. Upon initial discovery, the SCP would only change text to read, Can you see me? over and over again, but adopted its current behavior after the first deaths occurred as a result of its properties. The SCP was first discovered after an anonymous tip led to a recovery team to a location in the woods near the town of where the SCP, at the time comprising the fused corpses of one human and one skinned cat, had been placed by an unknown party. Said anonymous tip provided inaccurate information to the recovery team, seemingly designed to mislead them into entering its active range and falling victim to its effects. After two deaths as a result of this, the SCP was successfully contained with assistance from a backup recovery team. Addendum 1. Dr. Marston, a member of research personnel assigned to the initial recovery team in order to perform preliminary analysis, became compromised during the recovery, but survived initial contact with the SCP. Before undergoing termination, the precaution Dr. Marston agreed was necessary in order to prevent further casualties. Uh, he logged several of the messages he received from the SCP. Can you read this? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I, I forgot to say that part. Can you see me? Respond. Respond immediately. Now you will regret it if you don't respond immediately. I am going to skin your cat. SCP-3318 is a funny little boy with many interesting gags and surprises at his disposal. Can you see me? Can you see me? Dr. Marston of SCP, this is your wife. Can you see me, please? SCP-3318 is Keta objects capable of skinning your cat. Can you see me? Hello, I'm at your house. Can you see me or I will skin your family like a cat? Listen now, you're being very rude and nasty right now. <laughs> Misspelled your. This is 051. Can you see me? Sorry, my brother was on my account. This is the real 051. Hi, can you see it? <laughs> Warning. Further addendums uh, are. No. Man, honey. Oh, I see. Warning, further addendums is under maximum security clearance under command of the O5 Council. User must pass memetic screening test to access all further information. Please confirm you can see this image. Uh, and then there's a cat with a yellow eye and a blue eye. And I, it, there's a thing that says, I can see it. And you click it and it says, okay, thanks, winky face. Implying <laughs> you will be propelled towards it. And I have a well, you just killed someone, yeah? <laughs> That's cute. 11 out of 10. I have my upvote. Thank you. You fucking... Oh, wait a minute. What? Oh no. Trying to re-rate this content? Did we already read this? We might have. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it would have been ages ago if you can't remember. <laughs> that or you sent it to me offhand and I liked it many years ago. Also very possible. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man, sorry if that was a rehash, guys. We are old men and our memories don't work anymore. Oh, wait, never mind. Okay, cool. Uh, comments? Comments! Sorry, I got I got distracted by something. As I am wont to do. You get distracted again. Alright, do-do-do. You ready? Yeah. MT says, My first experience at a dentist was getting one of my molars literally pried out. The second one got drilled to bits like I should have been. They were at different clinics. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Shythalia says, me when I'm about to flesh, you're a woman. Let's get into this. Today we, I'm going to give you one. <laughs> Try so hard to keep it PG-13, but that was fun. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, today we're going to give you one, two, three. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop! We can't do this! No! We have to be good. We have to be good. Okay. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. The essay is already being written. 
That yellow dwarf says, Sorry to put a damper on the comment section, but I just wanted to say that you guys are amazing. I've been in the hospital for the... Oh, Jesus. Shit. <clears throat> Uh, I've been in the hospital for the past two weeks due to an attempt on my life, and your podcast has been keeping me sane. I'm planning on going and binging Aetheral Space as well, since Tanhoney is such a great author. I also wanted to request an article from you guys. I know you don't do that usually, but I wrote my first SCP ever, and it just reached plus 30 votes, so I'm extremely proud. My SCP number is 7218, by the way. We'll check it out. Thanks again, Teeth Gang. Yeah. Um, maybe we read that next time, question mark? Sure. I totally did not realize how... Um, personal that comment was going to be started when I, this, I, I noticed slight anime for his <laughs> voice he started with <laughs> yeah and I had to switch it I was like oh fuck oh man well please uh, I'm glad that you're still with us and uh, maybe we'll check it out next time I don't want to promise because if I forget I'm going to feel horrible yeah I'll, I'll, um, I'll, if, if we don't check out it's my fault because I do intend to check out yeah. I'll also take blame as well because we both have terrible memories uh, <clears throat> an anomalous writer says Teeth and Wanderer's Library. Let's go! Gayhald Mill says, why? Why must be a detailed instruction on how to taxidermy a dragon? Speaking of dragons... <laughs> I, don't know, I don't want to be me, Gayhald Mill, but like, the way you wrote that, it reminds me of that thing I was showing in voice chat the other day, the Scott Cawthon thing. <laughs> I'll like, spread the word! Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? If you guys didn't know, Scott Cawthon has passed away. I... I so. <laughs> I'll spread the word. It's <laughs> a fucking Yuji Itadori having his breakdown. Scott Cawthorn. Gojo got sealed. Did you hear Gojo got sealed? Uh, I. <laughs> I'll spread the word. I'll spread the word. Yuji says, I'll spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Speaking of dragons, is it a theme that SCP that has dragons as the focus are sad? I remember you guys read 1762, where the dragons win. So here's an article that's also sad and has a dragon in it. 3844 to slay a dragon. Also, a wholesome one, which is SCP 6001, Avalon. Have a nice day! I'll spread the word. Guare says, Teeth! Dentist, do I need begin evolving? <laughs> I put. Guare put his whole Guarussi in that. <laughs> you, you can't say that. You got mad at me. <laughs> I know. You're we're fucked. bad. You're we're all gonna up. get fucking. We're the next ones on the chopping block. Alright. Well, thank you guys, as always, for watching. Uh, we didn't quite hit an hour, but you know what? Who cares? Am I right? Yeah. Um, An- Anomalous, play us out for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Bye! Bye!
Thank you.